Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 202. Today our theme is Tears to Joy. And that is because our passages from Jeremiah, Psalm 126, and James 5 all speak of tears or weeping or crying that actually lead to joy because of what God does. And so I hope as we work through this, you'll see that progression and see the real hope that is found in these passages that show us how we can go from tears to joy. So beginning Jeremiah chapter 30, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah saying, the Lord God of Israel says, write everything that I'm about to tell you in a scroll. For I, the Lord, affirm that the time will come when I will reverse the plight of my people, Israel and Judah, says the Lord. I will bring them back to the land I gave their ancestors, and they will take possession of it once again. So here is what the Lord has to say about Israel and Judah. Yes, here is what he says. You hear cries of panic and terror. There is no peace in sight. Ask yourselves this and consider it carefully. Have you ever seen a man give birth to a baby? Why then do I see all these strong men grabbing their stomachs in pain like a woman giving birth? And why do their faces turn so deathly pale? Alas, what a terrible time of trouble it is. There has never been any like it. It is a time of trouble for the descendants of Jacob, but some of them will be rescued out of it. When the time for them to be rescued comes, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will rescue you from foreign subjugation. I will deliver you from captivity. Foreigners will then no longer subjugate them but they will be subject to the Lord their God and to the Davidic ruler whom I will raise up as king over them. So I, the Lord, tell you not to be afraid, you descendants of Jacob, my servants. Do not be terrified, people of Israel, for I will rescue you and your descendants from a faraway land where you are captives. The descendants of Jacob will return to their, to their land and enjoy peace. They will be secure and no one will terrify them. For I, the Lord, affirm that I will be with you and will rescue you. I will completely destroy all the nations where I scattered you. But I will not completely destroy you. I will indeed discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not allow you to go entirely unpunished. Moreover, the Lord says to the people of Zion, Your injuries are incurable, your wounds are severe. There is no one to plead your cause. There are no remedies for your wounds. There is no healing for you. All of your allies have abandoned you. They no longer have any concern for you, for I have attacked you like an enemy would. I have chastened you cruelly, for your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. Why do you complain about your injuries that your pain is incurable? I have done all this to you because your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. But all who destroyed you will be destroyed. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plundered you will be plundered. I will cause those who pillaged you to be pillaged. Yes, I will restore you to health. I will heal your wounds. I, the Lord, affirm it. For you have been called an outcast, Zion, whom no one cares for. The Lord says, I will restore the ruined houses of the descendants of Jacob. I will show compassion on their ruined homes. Every city will be rebuilt on its former ruins. Every fortified dwelling will occupy its traditional site. Out of those places you will hear songs of thanksgiving and the sounds of laughter and merriment. I will increase their number and they will not dwindle away. 
I will bring them honor and they will no longer be despised. The descendants of Jacob will enjoy their former privileges. Their community will be reestablished in my favor and I will punish all who try to oppress them. One of their own people will be their leader. Their ruler will come from their own number. I will invite him to approach me and he will do so for no one would dare approach me on his own. I, the Lord, affirm it. Then you will be again my then again you will be my people, and I will be your God. Just watch. The wrath of the Lord will come like a storm. Like a raging storm it will rage down on the heads of those who are wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has fully carried out his intended purposes. In future days you will come to understand this. At that time I will be ca- called the God of all the clans of Israel, and they will be my people. I, the Lord, affirm it. The Lord says, The people of Israel who survived death at the hands of the enemy will find favor in the wilderness as they journey to find rest for themselves. In a faraway land, the Lord will manifest himself to them. He will say to them, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That is why I have continued to be faithful to you. I will rebuild you, my dear children Israel, so that you will once again be built up. Once again, you will take up the tambourine and join in a happy throng of dancers. Once again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. Those who plant them will once again enjoy their fruit. Yes, a time is coming when watchmen will call out on the mountains of Ephraim, saying, Come, let us go to Zion to worship the Lord our God. Moreover, the Lord says, Sing for joy for the descendants of Jacob. Utter glad sounds for that foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard. Then the Lord said, then, then say, Lord, rescue your people. Deliver those of Israel who remain alive. Then I, the Lord, will reply, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them from the distant parts of the earth. Blind and lame people will come with them. So will pregnant women and women about to give birth. A vast throng of people will come back here. They will come back shedding tears of contrition. I will bring them back praying prayers of repentance. I will lead them beside streams of water along smooth paths. They will never stumble. I will do this because I am Israel's father. Ephraim is my firstborn son. Listen to the Lord's message, O nations. Proclaim it in a faraway land along the sea. Say, the one who gathered, scattered Israel will regather them. He will watch over his people like a shepherd watches over his flock. For the Lord will rescue the descendants of Jacob. He will secure the release from those who had overpowered them. They will come and, with, and shout for joy on Mount Zion. They will be radiant with joy over the good things the Lord provides, the grain, the fresh wine, the olive oil, the young sheep, and the calves he has given them. They will be like a well-watered garden and will not grow faint or weary any more. The Lord says, at that time, young women will dance and be glad. Young men and old men will rejoice. I will turn their grief into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy in place of their sorrow. I will provide the priests with abundant provisions. My people will be filled to the full with the good things I provide. The Lord says, A sound is heard in Ramah, a sound of crying and bitter grief. It is the sound of Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because her children are gone. The Lord says to her, Stop crying. Do not shed any more tears. For your heartfelt repentance will be rewarded. Your children will return from the land of the enemy. I, the Lord, affirm it. Indeed, there is hope for your posterity. Your children will return to their own territory. I, the Lord, affirm it. I have indeed heard the people of Israel saying say mournfully, We were like a calf on train to the yoke. You disciplined us and we learned from it. Let us come back to you and we will do so, for you are the Lord our God. 
For after we turned away from you, we repented. After we came to our senses, we struck our thigh in sorrow. We are ashamed and humiliated because of the disgraceful things we did previously. Indeed, the people of Israel are my dear children. They are the children I delight in. For even though I must often rebuke them, I still remember them with fondness. So I am deeply moved with pity for them, and I will surely have compassion on them. I, the Lord, affirm it. I will say, My dear children of Israel, keep in mind the road you took when you were carried off. Mark off in your minds the landmarks. Make a mental note of the telltale signs marking the way back. Return, my dear children of Israel, return to these cities of yours. How long will you vacillate? You were once like an unfaithful daughter. For I, the Lord, promised to bring about something new on the earth, something as unique as a woman protecting a man. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, I will restore the people of Judah to their land and to their towns. When I do, they will again say of Jerusalem, May the Lord bless you, you holy mountain, the place where righteousness dwells. The land of Judah will be inhabited by people who live in its towns, as well as by farmers and shepherds with their flocks. I will fully satisfy the needs of those who are weary and fully refresh the souls of those who are faint. Then they will say, Under these conditions, I can enjoy sweet sleep when I wake up and look around. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will cause people and animals to sprout up in the lands of Israel and Judah. In the past, I saw to it that they were uprooted and torn down, that they were destroyed and demolished and brought disaster. But now I will see to it that they are built up and firmly planted. I, the Lord, affirm it. When the time comes, people will no longer say, The parents have eaten sour grapes, but the children's teeth have grown numb. Rather, each person will die for his own sins. The teeth of the person who eats the sour grapes will themselves grow numb. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. It will not be like the old covenant that I made with with their ancestors when I delivered them from Egypt, for they violated that covenant even though I was like a faithful husband to them, says the Lord. But I will make a new covenant with the whole nation of Israel after I plant them back in the land, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts and minds. I will be their God, and they will be my people. People will no longer need to teach their neighbors and relatives to know me. For all of them, from the least important to the most important, will know me, says the Lord. For I will forgive their sin, and will no longer call to mind the wrong they have done. The Lord has made a promise to Israel. He promises it is a... He promises it he promises it as the one who fixed the sun to give light by day and the moon and stars to give light by night. He promises it as the one who stirs up the sea so that it its waves roll. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord affirms it. The descendants of Israel will not cease forever to be a nation in my sight. That could only happen if the fixed ordering of the heavenly lights were to cease to operate before me. The Lord says, I will not reject all the descendants of Israel because of all that they have done. That could only happen if the heavens above could be measured, or the foundations of the earth below could all be explored, says the Lord. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when the city of Jerusalem will be rebuilt as my special city. It will be built from the tower of Hananel westward to the corner gate. The boundary line will extend beyond that, straight west from there to the hill of Gareb, and then turn southward to Goa. The whole valley where dead bodies and sacrificial ashes are thrown, and all the terraced fields of the Kidron Valley on the east as far as the north as the corner of the horse gate, will be included within this city that is sacred to the Lord. 
the city will never again be torn down or destroyed. There's God's promise over and over and over again to the people of Israel who had rejected him, who had been filled with tears of sorrow and repentance that has led now to God's showing them that there will be joy, there will be restoration, there will be new life and a new covenant, and God's grace will be poured out on them, and he will restore them to their land, and he will restore their lives in relationship with him. What a beautiful set of promises showing us this pathway from tears to joy. And now we turn to Psalm 126, which is a psalm, a brief psalm again, a psalm that shows us the same pathway from tears to joy. Psalm 126, a song of ascents. When the Lord restored the well-being of Zion, we thought we were dreaming. At that time, we laughed loudly and shouted for joy. At that time, the nation said, the Lord has accomplished great things for these people. The Lord indeed did accomplish great things for us. We were happy. O Lord, restore our well-being, just as the streams in the arid south are replenished. Those who shed tears as they plant will shout for joy when they reap the harvest. The one who weeps as he walks along carrying his bag of seed will certainly come in with a shout of joy carrying his sheaves of grain. What beautiful imagery. Those who sow, who Uh, sow in tears will reap with joy. Those who plant as they weep will harvest with great joy and singing. And that is the pathway that's described over and over again because of God's mercy and grace to people. And we conclude today with James chapter 5, which also begins with a call to cry or to weep in certain ways and also ends and describes where we find our true joy. James chapter 5. Come now, you rich, weep and cry aloud over the miseries that are coming on you. Your riches have rotted and your clothing has become moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have rusted and their rust will be a witness against you. It will consume your flesh like fire. It is in the last days that you have hoarded treasure. Look, the pay you have held back from the workers you who mowed your fields cries out against you, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of heaven's armies. You have lived indulgently and luxuriously on the earth. You have fattened your hearts in the day for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person, although he does not resist you. So be patient, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's return. Think of how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the ground and is patient for it until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient and strengthen your hearts, for the Lord's return is near. Do not grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge stands before the gates. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the Lord's name. Think of how we regard as blessed those who have endured. You have heard of Job's endurance, and you have seen the Lord's purpose, that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. And above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath. But let your yes be yes and your no, no, so that you may not fall into judgment. Is anyone among you suffering? He should pray. Is anyone in good spirits? He should sing praises. Is anyone among you ill? He should summon the elders of the church, and they should pray for him and anoint him with olive oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another 
so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great effectiveness. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and there was no rain for the, on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the sky gave rain, and the land sprouted with a harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, he should know that the one who turns a sinner back from his wandering path will save that person's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. That ends the book of James and also reminds us that uh, there's a call here to weep and to wail when we have given in to a life which is basically looking for our joy and satisfaction in the stuff, the riches, the treasures of this world, because none of them will last. But true joy is found when a sinner turns back from his wandering path and finds the precious love and grace of God that covers over a multitude of sins. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You are-